This show is part of the Darkmore Podcast Network. To join our community Discord or see more content from our members, visit darkmorepodcasts.com. My name is Steven, and I play Ulrich Orman, a gnome ranger, hexblade warlock, and chief arrow of the Warden Scout in Nui Satalis. And this is Advantage. Last time in episode 2.37, the Unknown Associates received good news from James Pony Esquire, the lawyer in charge of Lieutenant Colonel Tribe's court-martial. During that meeting, they received word of friends arriving at the city gate. Elder Fallhide was coming to help with the trial, and Melen, Laris' girlfriend, was out adventuring and exploring the cusp, totally unaware that Alaris and the Unknown Associates were at the Azure Keep, and she was floored by the surprise. The party decided to check in on the Lieutenant Colonel and bribed a guard to visit her in the dungeon. Luckily, she's in high spirits, despite the situation. And that's where we'll pick up. Alaris, how do you meet back up with Maylin? I guess I send her a quick message on, on the old mirror page. Meeting's over. It was pretty quick. Uh, where, where are you at? Uh, I think she responds saying that she is outside the Temple to Coralon, where you were yesterday in game, like three episodes ago. Hey guys, I'm, I think I might go spend some time with Maylin. Alright. Yeah, do your thing. Why? <laughs> what do you want? I'd like to shove Grimton and be like, okay, meet us later. All right, so then I take off. As the camera strategically follows you out the gate and is obviously including the temple to Coralon in the background to like signal that that's where you're headed off to. Mm. I think the camera then also turns around and looks at you other three. What are your plans now that Alaris is gone, that bastard? Now that you're free of his chains. We should probably go check on Nexby. I need to get Nexby and go make some money. Let's do it. At the library. Yeah. Oh. At the library. That's right. Wait, what information are you giving to the library? Warforged stuff. Okay. Which Nexby is a little more privy to than me in the whole like work and stuff. Every time you leave the group, you're like, man, I want to talk and say stuff. <laughs> and it's always you, isn't it? Yeah. And it's always this damn girl that you're with. It's true. Wow, man. Quit simping, as the kids say. <laughs> hey, quit simping. Does anyone know what that means? I don't know what it means. I need to know because it's all over TikTok. What does it mean? You just mean like um, crushing? It's, it's where you're going like above and beyond for a girl that you are like not in any way going to like make your girlfriend. Like, for instance, subscribing to someone's OnlyFans oh. then tipping them like $500. Oh, that that's like simping. It's okay. Like, it's yeah. kind of like saying you're whipped. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Orlando, what do you want to do? I mean, we can wander around the city. We could go hang out with Alaris's mom because she seems pretty cool. Knock first. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm sure there's some nice tea shops around. We just chill out. Let's go see Nexby and then potentially go our own way. You can go your own way. Where do we want to jump to first? Alaris um, and Maylin, hands down. 
That's what I'm. That's what I'm most invested in. She's sitting out in front of the uh, temple to Coralon. I I'm gonna assume that you're like sitting beside her, and she's explaining to you what happened. She said, "I went to the temple, and I then I I found myself on the grounds of the priory. Uh, I met a nice abbey cat named Dorkins, and a wonderful old man that I think might have been the prior." That's uh, awesome. And then we chatted about I, it was we chatted about the stars and the towers and how they're built to like draw the eyes upward to look at the astral dominions. Alaris, it was fascinating. Did you know that this is the tallest building in the Azure Keep? That makes sense. Yep, they actually have a a rule that no other building can be be taller. Is that a, a rule that's like frequently contested? Uh. Yeah, actually, by the the Weaver School, sometimes they like to kind of play tricks, you know. Um, they have a, a telescope that if they angle up too high, it goes a little bit above the height line. Can we go play a trick with that telescope? You went to the Weaver School, right? Can we go play? Can we go yeah, mess with we that? We can totally go play a trick with that telescope. Hey, Lars. Yeah. I'm so excited to go play a trick with that telescope. All right, let's do it. As the camera uh, again watches as you two go off into the distance and disappear down an alley or whatever, the silhouette of the Weaver School and the telescope in the background, you do hear Malin say, you know, I never did get up to those towers though, but that's okay. You know, I think the point of the towers was to be viewed from below. Well, we can we can always come back if you wanna go. go. No, we've already cut. We've already hard cut. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you're back. Hi, good morning. Good morning, good morning. How was your uh, your meeting thing? It was good, it was good. Well, it, uh, it, it was a meeting. It was. It was brief, I think we have a good plan. Can confirm. Is Nexby up yet, or should we go wake her up? Uh, Nexby's in the kitchen. Has she had breakfast yet? Yes. Have you had breakfast yet? Do you have breakfast? No! Does whiskey and coffee count as breakfast? Does a highball count? I've had coffee and whiskey, but I've not had breakfast. I will make you some toast. Thank you. Nexby is... Let's say she's like writing in a journal. She closes it as y'all come in. Hey, Nexby. Hi. Where the hell do you keep going? We had a meeting. It was boring. You wouldn't have liked that. Yeah, there's like a court martial going on. Yeah. Why am I never privy to these meetings? Why am I not a cool kid like It's you? not about being cool. That was a boring meeting. It wasn't a cool meeting. Actually, we specifically came here to pick you up so that we can go have a good time because now we have some free time and we don't have to do boring stuff. And we thought, man, what else could we do besides kick it with next beat? And you know what we can start with is making some sweet, sweet gold coin. Are y'all gonna go garn farming again? I heard about that. I oh, smelled no. that. Oh no, we are never doing that again. It was a good time. <laughs> Disagree. Listen. Yeah. So there's a library here and they're interested in more information about Warforged, which we both have, but I feel like you being a soul... Is she a soul forger? Did we establish uh, that? She worked closely with the soul forgers, but she is not officially a soul forger. She's a pneumatics Having tech. worked the soul forgers, you have much more insight as to how they actually work. Uh-huh. They want to buy that information from you. Like buy-buy? Like buy-buy. Buy-buy-buy. Buy-buy. Cold hard gold. Can we get in sync together? <laughs> I think they have already got together for like a Pepsi commercial recently or something. I know the Backstreet Boys still tour. Alaris and Maylin already went to the Backstreet, um, so. Is that Ken? <laughs> Wink. <laughs> yeah, uh, okay. I could stand to make a couple golds. And then we should spend all that gold in one day. Just how. Grimton, I appreciate 
that you being a party animal has followed you this long in life. YOLO. Who are you? Catherine <laughs> turns around and uh, hands you um, some wonderful sourdough bread that has been Yum. gently toasted and uh, has a blackberry preserve spread on top. Thanks, Mama Geldream. She mm. puts her hand on your shoulder. You did say that you had a whiskey and a coffee? This is truth. I'll get you a water. Thank you. 10 out of 10 mom energy. Yeah, she's momming the crap out of me, and I'm, like, super here for it. Next V uh, says, um, yeah, let me go put this in my room real quick. Well, actually, no. If I'm going to be selling some information, maybe I should have this. Yeah. In that case, I'll let you just finish your breakfast. I just wolf it down, like, real fast, but I'm definitely also waiting on the, like, big cup of water that Mama Geldream was going to bring my way. She brings it. I... Chug it at an almost dangerous degree to the point where I'm like, <sighs> after like completing it. Oh, hon, you're gonna have the burps. Ew. What? Uh. What do we say after we burp? Excuse me. Also, thank you very much. You've been taking very good care of me, and I appreciate it. I do love being a mother. I've missed it. Do you have family? There's this like sort of lingering moment where the like cheerful smile that was on Arik's face is there but seems hollow now and they kind of pause for a second and are, are taken aback and don't really know what to say for, for, for a, a protracted moment and then my family are lovely people where is my wonderful son Alaris he's hanging out with some girl with the girl that he mentioned the other night yeah that, that one what can you tell me about she's cute. it She's nice. Real nice. I like her. Like, she definitely is approved by the unknown associates of Grimpen's steady hand. Like, yeah. hands down. 10 the out who? of 10. Cool person. Oh. The Twags. Also known as the Twags. Yeah. The squad, as it were. Is that what the cool kids are saying these days? <laughs> nope. Not anymore. <laughs> Not anymore. <laughs> I just killed it. But yeah, no, she's really smart. We like her a lot. Ulrich, I think, I think at the mention of uh, Maylin, you re-notice the um, sea glass waypoint in your eye. Ulrich is trying really hard not to be sad. Like, they're definitely, like, pushing off their own fears and insecurities and, and trauma. The whiskey helped more than they feel comfortable admitting. Can I have another glass of water? She nods and hurries off. Just to, like, get, I don't know, Mama Gale Dream away and, like... I don't know. That's a social energy that they may they're running out of very swiftly. Jump cut to <laughs> I'm really enjoying the power of jump cuts. <laughs> We're gonna jump cut to uh, Alaris and Maylen who are standing in front of the grand white marble Hogwartsy <laughs> please sue us JK Rowling <laughs> I would love to get in a legal battle with the turf I would love to get in a legal battle with the turf and win <laughs> this Hogwartsy style school of magic so this is it yeah this this was your place yeah this is where I, I went to school okay what kind of kid were you uh were you a goth were you a jock were you uh, a nerd a nerd. Nerd for sure. Nerd for sure. Wasn't everybody at this school a nerd? They're all nerds here. Okay, Not what are everyone. the... 
Zach, the the person, what are what are the cool kids like at nerd school? Like, who are the cool kids at nerd school? Who are the cool kids at nerd school? Because, um, like, at normal school, like, the, the trope is that it's, like, the jocks. Those are, like, the popular kids. So what's, sure. the, what's the popular well, kid at nerd school? Hmm. There's still going to be, like, some sort of competition or, like, yeah, some well, sort of team-driven I mean, sure. event, right? Yeah. That's a really hard question. That's why um, I threw it at you instead of answering it myself. Well, I mean, I think we've all <laughs> experienced, like, the cool kids in a nerdy culture just by being in band, you know? That's um, fair. Yeah. There's definitely the more popular band kids and, and the less popular band kids. In hindsight, I find a lot of those kids insufferable now. But anyway. Well. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I was a nerdy kid and I got picked on a little bit, but it's okay because I turned out all right. You did turn out all right. You're very cute, among other things. You know, you remember that You remember that guy, Leovold? Yes, that asshole. Yeah. He would probably be considered one of the popular kids. Fair. Yeah. What happened to Leovold? Um. Uh, <laughs> uh, Sorry. <laughs> I'm not here for this conversation. <laughs> hey, Laris, uh, sweetheart, are you okay? Yeah, I'm, I'm fine. <laughs> you could just say, I don't know, um, if that's the truth. That would be, but that would be a yeah, blatant, I, direct lie. Steven, you're not there right now. Uh, well, I don't... I think he's on. I think he's somewhere far away from here. Give me a deception check. <laughs> well, that was the truth. Uh, <laughs> no, okay. Give me a performance check then to keep your like, cool. He is somewhere far away from here, just also dead. <laughs> can it be persuasion? It can be persuasion. Sure. Just give him the best chance. That'll be like a fourteen. Uh, sure, old eleven. So, well, I guess the last time I, we saw him, he, he was in Letras. So. Uh, so, hey, what did you study? Uh, I originally, I studied, um, transmutation magic. So you turned stuff into other stuff? Yeah. I wanted to do it because my mom, um, is an architect, uh, kind of world-renowned. <laughs> yeah. Um, no big deal. <laughs> Casually yeah. throw that in there. Over here, name-dropping. <laughs> kind of world-renowned. And, uh, so I was like, you know what, I'll, I'll, I'll do transmutation stuff, because that'll be cool. You know, turn stuff into other stuff, maybe be able to... To help out. Can we meet a professor? Totally. Is it a school day? What day is it? Uh, definitely a school day. A school day, definitely. Yeah, it's Thursday. And look, it's conveniently during office hours. I see listed right here. Yeah, they always have office hours at 1030. That's everybody's office hours. So yeah, we go in and um, I find um, a professor. Which? We go to the office of... There's a school of evocation who was the guy that was working with your dad in the school of transmutation that you were just talking about with uh, Maylin. Let's go to the school of evocation guy. You knock on the door, I guess? No, oh, hello. It's, uh, f let's say Fire Soul Ganassi, just for fun. You don't see very many Fire Soul Ganassis these days. And we're all about representation. So Fire Soul Ganassi uh, opens a, a door that says Dr. Garrick Zafir, Chair, comma, School of Evocation. What can I help you with? Just popping in to say hello. Hello? Does he not know who I am at all? <laughs> I don't know who you are at all. Uh, You're not in any of my classes. That's real for teachers. That's teacher true. I graduated a, a while back. And you're here because? 
Um, just visiting, looking around, seeing the old stomping ground. And you came to see me because... Um, well, this lovely lady here wanted to meet a professor. She waves, I guess. <laughs> Alaris, give me, give me a, per- a perception check, please. Uh, eight. <laughs> uh, for everybody else, but not Alaris, you see Maylin give a, like, mimed, I don't know, and then also a, uh, a, sh- a shoulder shrug. Like, I don't, I don't know what's... <laughs> ah! uh, also, I think he worked with my dad. Okay. Um, and uh, who is your father? Elfir Geldream. Elfir Geldream. Your father was a wonderful friend and colleague. I, I sorely missed him after his passing. Not only was he brilliant, but he was also funny and quick-witted. A real firebrand, I must say. I loved working with you. I just didn't get a any real of fire. That. What is a what does a real firebrand mean? A fire. You don't know what a firebrand is. It's like a firecracker. A firebrand is someone that's uh, saucy, rebellious, saucy. Yeah, they're qu- they're quick, wit. Um, just like smart, that. Clever. Gotcha. That makes sense. I, gotcha. I pick, yeah. I'm picking up okay. what you're putting yeah. down. You're you're not quite the firebrand than he was. I see. No, come I on mean, it. Come maybe on if it. I would have actually gotten to meet him. Then, then. I guess it would be looking at you. Uh, yeah, it looks. It's been years since I've seen him, and the math checks out that it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Sit, sit, sit. <laughs> I guess we go in and sit. Oh, we're just standing in the doorway, son. You're just gonna sit. Yeah, I'm sure. Both of you. Your father came to me with questions I had never heard asked. Nobody has spoken of of with me about this since. Wow, I remember. I know all this project is coming to me all of a sudden. He had this. He had mapped this sort of chart: three rows, three columns, um, one graphed like ethical goodness, uh, neutrality, and evilness, and then the other one graphed what do you call tendencies uh, between lawfulness and neutrality and chaos. Let me see if I can sketch this out for you here. And basically what he's drawing is uh, a classic yeah. D&D alignment chart. Then okay. uh, y- using the story of creation and manipulation as a chaos, he charted out this like family tree of sorts. He investigated, I think it's just two questions he had. Where were the chaotic good primordials? And... In addition, what are the origins of the chaotic good deities? It was brilliant. I've never heard questions like that asked before. I still haven't yeah, in years. That's fascinating. Huh. The chaotic good... Yeah. Because if you think, if you think about it, son, you think about it, I can't even explain it. <laughs> oh, goodness. This is... <laughs> Yeah, because, like, you know, you don't think about the chaotic good primordials, because, like, where are they? Where are they? Now? Exactly. Well, yeah. they don't. You, we've got. We have the demons, yep. of course. Yep. We have chaotic the bad. Yep. Chaotic evil, right? Yeah, chaotic And then you evil. got the chaotic neutral primordials, the classic mm-hmm. boys. Of course. Um, yeah. But. Where are the good what, ones? Where are the good ones? Yeah. And if, and if this 
this alignment chart thing that he came up with makes sense, so there would have to be some sort of chaotic, chaotic good. Right, because you, you, you got to fill in all the spots on the chart. Exactly. Exactly. You're getting it. Maybe I was wrong about you. Maybe you are more of a firebrand than I first expected you to be. <laughs> yeah. yeah and, but then the question also asks, how, how does a deity in the astral sea, how does a deity in the astral sea become chaotic? Chaotic. Yeah, because the astral sea, very lawful place. It's the nature of the beast. Yeah. Think about the origins of our universe was at first the divide between lawfulness and chaos. Right. How does this work? I, it blows my mind. It's blowing my mind right now just talking to you about it. Our minds are blown. Is your blind mind blown? Uh, yes. yeah, what does Maylin think? Yes. And yeah, she's this. like shaking her head and her eyes are wide. She's not an academic. She's not getting it. Um, Maylin? So, you know how you were just talking, you had that conversation with um, the prior about how the Temple of Coralon's supposed to draw the eyes up in like a very orderly, like, fashion? Kind of orderly. I mean, it's meant to point toward the, like, grandeur of uh, the gods. But yeah, to draw your eyes upward to the Astral Sea, which I guess is orderly. Yeah, well, I mean, that's that's what we're getting, like, a, like very lawful in a way, you know, like... Uh-huh. Um, and definitely not chaotic. But that's what we're we're getting at is that we're the chaotic gods. Is it? You know? But Coralon's a chaotic god. Is Coralon chaotic? Yeah, I don't know my alignments for the deities. Coralon is like one of the two chaotic good uh, deities. Yeah, but where does that chaos come from? Alifir had a dream of one day standing before Coralon Lutherian themselves and asking for their story. But damn it, the Weavers would not sponsor a trip to the Astral Sea, especially one threatening to undo their entire established histories of magic. It's a damn shame. That is a damn shame. There's a knock at the door, and Professor Zephyr gets up and checks it. Oh, I'm sorry, this is a student of mine. Um, I hate to cut this short. Yeah, no, no, it's no problem. Um, would you mind if I grabbed the the chart you were just? making um they drew out the the nine box one yeah yeah yeah, yeah sure yeah, and that's the, easy yeah. cool the chart of nine boxes yeah of course <laughs> <laughs> yeah the old nine box chart yeah of course yeah yeah that's a good name for it the chart of nine boxes is, is definitely definitely a working title but <laughs> uh mr geldrum I, I i take it mm -hmm. he shakes your hand yep shake hands come back and see me we'll do and ma'am, Mrs. Geldrum, <laughs> you too. And he ushers the student back in. So now it's Moreland Day and Ulrich sitting at a beautiful little coffee shop. Look at all of the plants in here. I'm so happy about the like amount of natural light that is in this space. Like it just feels so open. Like these window seats are fantastic. I love that we had the same vision of this place because I was like, it's definitely full of plants. You say out loud. <laughs> I'm glad we found a place full of plants. Um, I really like the way it's set up um, has like a little, like an opening in the middle 
where like the roof is actually open too, and like that's where like the most of the garden is. Atriums? Is that mm. what those are called? And so there's like actually little baby trees right there um, that are like growing. So it's and, like, like a have courtyard, but not. Rain. Yeah, and like they, like I when I was like in um this is above the table when I was like in um, Nicaragua and Costa Rica like they would have those in like big buildings but they'd also have them in like little buildings too like it wouldn't be when like, I was in fantasy Nicaragua and fantasy Coca- Costa Rica that's saying above Morlinde above the <laughs> <know>. table <laughs> the house I lived in in El Salvador had that I don't know just no kidding yeah it's so cool you also said you used to play on the roof with sticks yes I did well, okay, I, I'm putting another TikTok in, in the patron secrets because it, you don't need sound for this one. You don't need sound, you just need to see it. One of the coolest tea things I've ever seen that is sitting on a little stand that has like four feet, okay? And it's got two things on the uh, inner part that point inward. And so there is a pitcher bowl thing that sits on those two pins that point inward. And then inside of that is the steeping device. So it's very like gyroscope-like. Like everything kind of moves independently. And so it's pretty heckin' cool. I'm looking at it right now. Yeah. It's so you, you pour the water in, it. and and you steep the tea, and then you you push the um, pitcher up to the thing, and the bowl pitcher, the first thing I talked about comes down but the the steeper stays put like because they're rotating independently uh the the liquid tea comes out i suppose but the leaves don't get dumped out it's ridiculously pretty i am going to find and purchase one of these it is amazing the the so that's definitely oh yeah like that is some like peak high-end tea foolishness that i'm here for I want this thing. I'm gonna buy one. I don't know what it's called or how to find it, but I want one. And if you really want to see and, and don't want to just have to rely on your mental image, you should become a patron so you can see the things posted in Advantage Patron Secrets. Or you could just like get really deep and into tea TikTok. Tea TikTok. Tea TikTok? I didn't even know this is a side of TikTok. TikTok. Oh, tea TikTok is good. I, one of my TikToks is 100% aimed at tea TikTok. I just have tea time for a minute with whoever watches directly adjacent oh to it, frog it's TikTok. it's close um i i think it's t gecko <laughs> frog is the progression one of the things at this table which i imagine to be like a garden table it's wrought iron that's painted like a, a minty green very ornate and floral one of the things at this table is a pound sign that's like a kids activity thing tic-tac-toe like oh the, like a hashtag pound sign a tic-tac-toe board. That one took me a second. And I think that like serendipitously, and I'm not entirely sure how this came about, but somebody wrote in instead of X's and O's, C-N-L-N-T-N-C-G-L-G. It's the it's the chart. The chart of nine boxes. Chart of nine boxes. The chart of nine, it's the chart, the chart of nine, nine boxes. boxes, yes. <laughs> but for you two, it makes no sense. And somebody just messed up their tic-tac-toe board with letters yeah that's very interesting it's just like that's just a mess wow i wonder what this means it's definitely super aesthetic and i'm here for it but i don't know what it's about (laughs) yeah hey friends it's joe thank you for joining us for episode 2.38 uh 
man, writing the character of Elifir Geldrin and his research, his questions, and impact on the cusp was such tremendous fun. And it's not until now, until as like I'm editing this episode, that I realize why I have so much fun engaging the interests of Alaris's father. Elifir Geldrim is me, is Joe, reimagined in the world of the cusp. Elifir's sense of wonder, his questions of cosmology and the divine, his passions for exploring all the implications of the pantheon of gods and their creations, his fringe beliefs that tread into dangerous territory that threaten the academy, all of that comes from the most genuine, heightened, curious places of my own heart. I love writing it, and I love the challenge of developing the fully realized character of Elifir Geldrim, even knowing that he is dead and that the party will never meet him. We encourage everybody to find a podcasting app that allows you to leave uh, reviews. Those five-star ratings, especially on Apple Podcasts, help make our show more findable and help grow our audience. Uh, you're great, and reading the kind words that you say gives us so much happiness. Um, finally, the Darkmoor Podcast Network is full of great shows for you to enjoy during the plague. Um, the Myth Adventures, Fun But Why, half Friends Roll, Playing Out of Character are all wonderful companions of ours. There's a link to our DPN channel down in the doobly-doo. I think the core of Dungeons & Dragons is puzzle and encounter design. I'll draw from favorite movies, video games, books, anything to create a one-of-a-kind play experience. When you start with a solid framework, all you need is to grab your best friends and hilarity ensues naturally. I'm Sully, Dungeon Master and host of the podcast How Friends Roll a 5th edition actual play podcast of micro-campaigns featuring a rotating cast of characters. Come join our table. How Friends Roll is available wherever you get your podcasts. Alright, let's get back to the show. Thank you. So, uh, we're going to cut to Nexby and Grimton. And I think at this point you're in a basement level of the library to Ayun. Like they've brought you down into the catacombs past the restricted section, past numbers of office spaces into this pretty blank chamber that's just like a desk with a stationary, a scribe of some sort jotting down the details of what Nexby is saying. And also, I think there's an appraiser in there too, like tallying up per cent, mm. uh, or I guess per bronze piece, wh how much all this information is worth. And Grimton, since you're kind of the hype man for this project, give me some a verbal selling point to the appraiser explaining why this is necessary information and why they should be paying lots of money for it. Not just a hype man, but also an advisor to tell them how the Warforge impacts military strategy and socioeconomic uh, ah. goings on in her dearth. Because mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know what doesn't need a pension? You know what doesn't need medical leave? You know what doesn't get tired? You know what can march for days on end? Warforged. And you know what you need to account for when you're battling these things? This is warful. So I'm, I'm providing that information too. Excellent. Uh, will you give me a persuasion check? Uh, 13. Okay. I was gonna times 10 that. 130 gold. Nice. Nice. And can somebody, like, math out how much U.S. American dollars that is? Did you say 130 gold? 
1,300. Yep. Nice. 1,300 U.S. American dollars. Nice. In the year of our Lord, 2020. Uh, glory be unto his name. You got a stimulus check. You got a stimulus. <laughs> you got one Donald Trump signed stimulus check. Oh my God. The corona bucks came in. And now that it's July, you will not receive another one. <sighs> you have received all the aid that you possibly can from the government. Did anyone else see the direct deposit so you guys got the letter in the mail? I did. I did. Yep. I did get a letter in the mail. Well, I did get the letter in the mail. Wait, what? Donald Trump signed <laughs> a letter to everyone. Yeah. But I, I don't think I got yeah, that. Yeah, so I, if you didn't get the check... You just got a letter in the Yeah. Mail. I don't like, think even I... if you got direct... He, like, really it. needed his signature on something. He really needed I the think signature on something. I got direct deposit, but I, it probably got sent to, like, the Heber Springs address. So luckily, I didn't even have to bother with yeah. it. Yeah. You didn't even have to do the energy to throw it away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're making your way up the astronomy tower... And you are stopped by a professor, a high elf professor that is coming down the stairs. Ooh, a high elf professor, uh oh. Um, do you have business in the tower? Oh uh, yeah, we're gonna go see the telescope. The telescope is not open for tours to the public? I mean, I'm an alumni. Um, what's, it, do you have a name? Yeah, Alaris Dream. Give me an insight check. 20. She looks impressed and curious. She's not somebody that you have really spent a lot of time around, though you might know her, uh, recognize her name on her name tag, Dr. Jillian Ravaguin, who chairs the School of Divinity. Mm. Geldrum as in Elifir? Yep. Son? Child of? Son? Yep. Son of. Elifir Geldrum was actually one of the reasons that I ever became a diviner. He had huge interests in the connections between astral dominions and their celestial rules. He thought that if each realm could be fully understood and totally known on a mechanical level, then their movements would become predictable. And like with with enough intellect, you could read fate. Ah, calculus. Dr. Geldrim, Dr. Geldrim showed us that if you want to understand the cusp you must understand the powers that shaped it. And what better way to isolate those powers than to study those dominions in isolation? He's the reason that I'm a chair now. So come with me to the telescope. All right. And she turns around on the staircase and begins walking up. Where, how, your father's past, is that right? Yes. She appears to be doing the same mental math that Dr. Zafir was doing. She's she's nodding along. What brings you here today? You just wanted to see? Yeah, we just wanted to visit the telescope. Did you know that this telescope was named after your father? I mean, I went to school there, so I would assume that I would probably know that, right? I guess maybe not. That's a very weird way to phrase that, you smartass. You're the same quick wit as your father, huh? <laughs> Yeah, I'm a regular firebrand. <laughs> Guess it's in your blood. And I think she opens the uh, hatch door to the astronomy tower. This telescope is so, so big that I cannot come up with adequate adjectives to describe it. Can you come up with a simile? No. 
<laughs> nor a metaphor. It's that big. That big. There are all sorts of mechanical contraptions and whirly gigs and gears that are obviously used in the positioning of this ginormous machine. And she says, put your eye, put your eye right here. Look very carefully. Well, let Malin do it first. I see nothing. Alaris, you know that it's it's light out, like it's daytime, so you're not going to see. Well, you know, I feel like if there's a powerful enough telescope. If only. It's an impressive bit. I'm sorry that you're not here at night. Yeah, well, that is unfortunate. But we, we did kind of come here with a somewhat ulterior motive in regards to the telescope. Okay. We we kind of wanted to just angle it up a bit, you know, you know. You um, devil. Give me a persuasion check. 16? You have advantage on that. You're a special legionnaire. You're in the Pandominion. I rolled the exact same. For a special legionnaire whose progeny of one of my greatest inspirations, have at it. All right, Maylin, you ready? You go to the massive cranks. You just crank that bad boy. It's just straight up as high as it'll go, huh? That's how far? Mm -hmm. Those bastards at the <laughs> Temple de Corlan will never know what hit them. You know it. This is gonna cost me an arm and a leg. Well, thank you for your time. <laughs> and your arm and your leg. What did Maylin think of meeting a professor and stuff? She's less impressed with the professors and more impressed with you because that is an entire history of you that she did not know. Alaris, the way hearing you talk in amazement with the Ganassi was, that was so cool. That was so, you're so cool. Thanks. <laughs> You're awesome yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Alaris is so good at this. You too. <laughs> Thanks, bro. Ditto. All right, we're going to stop that recording. <laughs> Great, because I got to pee so bad. I'm doing it. It's happening. I'm okay, go. Great band. Very yeah. good band. Awesome music. I videos. showed. Yeah, I showed my kids uh, at the day camp some Okay Go videos, and they had Show a great the, time watching them. The, the, the Rube Goldberg one? This Two Shall Pass, the band one, and the Rube Goldberg. Yep. And uh, the. Needing um, Getting with the car. Uh huh, and the anti gravity and the classic first one with the yeah, treadmills. With the treadmills. Yeah, hey, yeah. Let's, let's clap sync. Oh. One, two, three.
Perfect. That was a good one. I felt I felt good. There was a lot of force. I felt good spiritually about it. <laughs> it's all over gay tick, like gay girl TikTok, and I just like don't understand. Like it's and I've, I've been there for like gay two girl TikTok. Now. Oh Can my god, that's why TikTok is the best because it gets to know you and your algorithm. So all of those pictures you see on the internet of TikTok. That is like the worst part of TikTok. That is like straight white 16-year-old TikTok. Nobody wants it. But once TikTok learns you and your algorithms, then you end up on teacher TikTok. You end up on Sarah. anarchist TikTok. You end up on um D&D TikToks. Uh, D- I haven't been on D&D TikTok. Well, I a couple of them, but mostly that's the overlap of gay TikTok and nerd TikTok, which is like pretty intertwined. That's D&D. And then there's a bunch of like Mexican grandmas cooking on TikTok, and I found that, and that's also the shit. Have you seen the like? It, it's a TikTok that is discussing the flowchart of TikTok. No, but because it is the funniest thing ever. I'm about to, I'm, I'm about to put it in the in the chat. Hold on, somebody sent it to me. It, ex, it's like the algorithm explained, but like it's definitely just somebody mm-hmm. like screwing around. But there's also a like an almost painful accuracy to it, and I love it. Yeah, so it. that's why TikTok is great because it's not actually the stuff you see on the internet. Um, like, I mean, my you've TikTok seen some of the TikToks I've shared on my Instagram, Joe. Like, they are just normal, like, silly videos. Just because you share them doesn't mean that I watch them. <laughs> yeah, but I feel like I I've seen you, you click fair. through my stories. Oh, do you do? Are you just a clicker? Just, just because click, I click, click through click, your yeah. stories, <laughs> they're a clicker. I am extremely diligent about like blocking people that I don't give a damn about their stories. So I do keep like, you know, my relevant friends, like my good pal, I almost called you Sarah like class, um, <laughs> Sarah Zimmerman, um, the people whose stories I, I look through to see if there's anything that I give a damn about. Yeah. But one of the things but, like, that I don't give TikToks. a damn about are rando TikToks, exactly. That's okay, good, yeah. but you definitely should care about this one. Oh gosh, wow, it's so loud. Okay, I'll go watch it later. Wait, I'm just gonna toss you it. You better put it in Patreon Patreon secrets. secrets. I mean, it's a TikTok, so it's short. Good. Um, anyway, go. so what are? Yeah, you, Wait, so what are we gonna do? Wait, hold on. I have to watch this TikTok. Oh, okay. <laughs> you should too, Sarah. <laughs> I uh, have to watch this TikTok. Where where is it? I just put it in an advantage. What's it under? Patreon, in Patreon secrets. Look, we're gonna I'm all watch lost. it. Okay, we all start off here at straight TikTok, right? And eventually we find gay TikTok, which either puts us in gay boy TikTok or lesbian TikTok, which can send us to thirst trap TikTok, which is just right back to gay TikTok. We don't want that, so we get the three keys of Black Lives Matter, Indigenous, and socio-anarchist TikToks for uh, Moreland Day saying? I'm just now watching it. God damn it. (laughs) All of these lead straight to trans TikTok, where if you then avoid femboy TikTok going through bisexual TikTok, back on your way to gay boy TikTok and take the secret door, you'll find non-binary TikTok. At that point, you just have to go through the portal to reach the promised land of frog TikTok. You're welcome, Sarah. Thank you. Thank you so, like, honestly. Oh. I mean, that's literally my TikTok journey. Yeah. I like 100%. Joe, I'm I'm trying uh, I've only found a little of Frog TikTok. It's the oh, best sorry. TikTok though. I'm I'm trying to is, exist in Skater Girl TikTok. 
Um, like that's where Steven is trying. I'll to send live. you some of the people I follow, so you can, if you don't already follow, then it will be more of them. Well, I, I mean, I follow several. I follow plenty of gay people because gay TikTok is definitely way better than straight TikTok. Just like hands down, gay TikTok is the f- you, best. Like you, it doesn't matter whether or not you personally are gay. Gay TikTok is just better. It's just a better place. Okay, the, my TikTok isn't like my personal TikTok. It's like a brand TikTok. Like it's for it the my brand i guess um but uh so i right now anytime somebody like likes some like follows me i immediately go follow them and like every single tiktok they have regardless of whether or not i care about the content which means my for you section is just chaos nonsense like there is nothing coherent about it at all whatsoever hey we've been on this recording for going on 11 minutes. yeah all right let's let's roll some bones let's do it <laughs> and, <laughs> and ode, ode to, to TikTok. tiktok we're friends we don't hang out Go up to the telescope and just like cast fly on her so she could fly over to the <laughs> towers. <laughs> that would be um, so like that magical. Risks. Like, what a date flex. Like, oh, <laughs> let me show you uh, the only world. Only if you roll well. Huh? <laughs> only if you roll good. No. Only no, if you roll good. Why let me kill you. Yeah, that yeah. spell works That's regardless. Yeah. So like, oh, if, okay. if you don't sing, I'm gonna be mad. Um, You, you touch a uh, a willing creature, and then they just can fly for, like, an oh, hour. Oh, okay. I like the idea that... But only up to 60 feet. Is this, like, yes. the, the thing... Uh, Which is okay. hilarious. Well, there needs to no, be a the, limit, No, it's 60 or else feet you'll... speed, actually, is what it's supposed to be. It's, um... Like, that's, that's the speed flying. I think that way back when, when I first did it, I was reading it wrong, for sure, because I could have just flown all the way up to wherever the rope was... Huh. Um, it is like 60 feet speed, so you can go 60 feet around of flying. Well, you'll oh, live and you'll like learn. total. Yeah. So anyway, Zach, as I try to prepare for that scene, uh, we're going to <laughs> jump cut. The last time I listened like all the way through the show and I caught back up, I, I noticed how many times I said this, um, but it was it's still true. I originally envisioned Ulrich as like a playful character. Um, uh huh. This is going to be like the fourth team. Yeah, time it happens a million times. But this, this is like, like here we are. Like this is the arc. This, you know, however many episodes we are in, is I'm finally getting to like just screw around and be silly and like still do like my job, I guess. But like, you know, that's that brings an interesting point, Stephen. Um, because in the past, you and I have talked about how this is hopefully going to be Ulrich's uh, sad boy arc B-O-I arc um, War? And <laughs> War? B-O-I arc Yeah, Bjork Bjork Bjork? Um, well, Is going to be his Bjork arc? Sad Bjork? <laughs> Joe, just like a lot of sad boys I know I'm sorry Comedy is a coping mechanism um, Fair, fair As long as we're blatant about that. Like, um, yeah. like, they're laughing while they can because they know they can't. That's always. also a Panic at the Disco song. <laughs> <laughs> I entertain um, myself, at least. I thought that was good. Did I ask the librarians how much gold a book or like the information is worth to them? Nope. 
dead. It's definitely worth 150 gold. $1,500? U.S. American dollars? Yeah, knowledge is valued by this group. Cold dead president. I have honestly no idea how much people make. Depends on the book. Ask Stephen King. This is a high need. Well, he's like the uh, other. Ask, he's like ask the, the turf that is J.K. Rowling. Yeah. Nah. Let's ask Stephen King instead. It's hilarious. I follow a YouTuber named Sarah Zed, and she has like cared a whole lot about that whole thing, and so like it's been like my constant feed. Sarah, I didn't realize that you YouTubed. Yep, that's me. I'm a Canadian. She calls her Jolene Coling Rolling, uh, and it's hilarious. (laughs) I don't know why that brings me so much joy, but it does. Um. She has at least two videos that in, that heavily involve J.K. Rowling. Like, yeah. Very interesting. Do you watch? Do you watch Sarah? Think, Z, Sarah? No, I don't watch. Sarah T. I, oh, the only YouTube I watch is like cooking YouTube. Oh, uh, I'm like all up in. Left I recently too. stumbled onto Korean, Korean domestic Korean mom cooking YouTube, like, and they all have like the nicest cameras, and it's like super HD. Do you mean like, like super soft stuff lighting, like Huggin Doll or no, just, um, oh, what's the other one where they're just like. I don't know how to say that. Yeah, like they're weird names and they don't seem like they're like Korean words. Like, like. No, they're the, like the English words that they like picked and I'm sure they translate mm-hmm. over like normally, but like English, Korean translating to English is like interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway. The one, the one I've watched is, I think it's Hagrindal and it's just like. Oh yeah. Super, I've, I've watched plenty of that, that. It's super soft. Yeah, it's so soft. And then, well, there's another one that has got a. the soft music, the soft lighting. And then they like hey, fry shit up. Uh, listeners, Let's keep can you tell it. that it's been like <laughs> four months of quarantine at this point? <laughs> and that we all miss hanging out with friends and chatting. For sure. <laughs> Which is why we keep digressing away from dungeons at and dragons. At least 40 minutes Sorry, across Joe. two episodes is definitely just <laughs> this. In high school, all the kids that like were popular and also did really well on standardized testing. Now, like, they're all real estate agents or something. Yeah. Very strange. Yeah, I could see that. High school in Algebra 2, which was, like, taking it, we were, I think we were in 10th grade, so it was, like, a year ahead, like, the advanced math class, basically, of the year. Mm-hmm. There was one particular popular girl. Um, our teacher was, like, 90 and would forget things all the time. <laughs> so... My friends being the more, like, nerdy, slacker-type kids um, would ha- try to convince him that we didn't have a test on the days we were supposed to have a test. <laughs> oh, you're the worst. Um, I love it. And he would just fall for it every time. But this one girl would always go up to him and be like, Mr. Scarborough, we were supposed to have a test today. I studied for it, so we're going to have it right now. And we're like, <gasps> that <laughs> asshole. Oh, my God. Narc. Uh, you definitely know the assholes that were at this magic nerd school. For example, you know one in particular. And he dead now? Like new one. Um, new well, past tense. Another person murdered at the hand yeah, of a large scale dream. Rest in peace, Leovold Delphi. Like, Plot twist. That was just his first Horcrux. Can we? Can we figure out how many people that like? Alaris has killed in cold blood. No, period. That like not even in blood. battle. Well, sure, but like I, I'm here for even just in general. Killing people has an effect on you. Some of the people you've killed, it's not been just like in the heat of battle, and so like I wonder what kind of like psychological effect that's having on 
LR us yeah everybody but on LRS sure and there's probably something going on but I feel like we've been keeping it going you know we've yeah been, it's been pretty a pretty non-stop month and a half for you yeah there's not been a whole lot of time to dwell on murdering three people the murder in a no, whole three um, people is like five yeah it's like ten people in the hole murdering some number of people with a fireball in just a hole. totally baking them in this oven so anyway, you're at the Weaver School. <laughs> well endowed. I played a Fire's Little Ganassi in a campaign that Joe was in. Oh yeah, that's right, with Tyler. Uh, <laughs> Tyler was super stoned every time that he DM'd and just yeah. totally DM'd out of his ass, and so the plot we, made no and sense. the rule of cool was the only <laughs> Did rule. Did you have fun, though? Yep. Which Tyler? Who needs dice roll? When you have the rule of cool, it was very loosely Dungeons and Dragons. Yep. Um, there, was, there was a point where someone started a forest fire, and me being a fire ganasi absorbed, absorbed all, of the, all fire the fire to become three, <laughs> like twenty times as tall as I yep. was supposed to be, and just yeah, like started crushing stuff. Like that's a, how that, that was works. one of the cooler moments playing a D and D game. Joe, I just like I sent a quick snap to to do street maintenance on Snapchat, um, and. Rose, one of one of the people that sometimes listens to our show, she was like, "TBH, I would watch the crap out of you guys playing if I could watch it." Well, she can watch it by becoming a ten dollar per month patron. That's truth. I'll just tell her that. <laughs> like, hey, yeah. you can. There's a price to everything. I still, I still think we need to work on some some extra. Some extra content of different kinds. I've been milling over just like starting a sort of novella. Anyway, I, I was just. I You're gonna do a telenovela? Yeah. It's set in our universe? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would be actually really good. That would be the best. <laughs> Following like the the story of uh, Gorbring and like his either like military escapades or just like the downfall of Good King Graysunder. Something like I that. I would love that. That'd be so cool. I think the novella of that sounds awesome. I think a telenovela, I think that Alaris's mom and Simone could be good telenovela Hilarious. characters. Hilarious. You're so um, right. <laughs> Who would we get to be the narrator? Uh, Who voices uh, Rick Sanchez from Rick and Morty? <laughs> <laughs> um, it might Rowan? be. Yeah. I'm so annoyed with Rick and Morty. Anyway. That's fair. I'm going to end that conversation there before we start saying, like, Pickle Rick and some shit. Aaron and I, I don't remember if, if you recall this being present at our wedding, but we invited the Obama family I think I remember to that. the wedding, and they returned us a uh, signed-in pin. Like, you can see the indentation of a pin mark, not a stamp, not a laser printer. A very nice letter congratulating Aaron and I on our nuptials and wishing us the very best of luck. Uh, and we had that letter from the Obamas framed <laughs> and uh, present at our wedding. I do remember and that. And regardless of how you feel about the legacy of the Obama presidency, which on one hand I absolutely hate, but boy, in these present times, I can't help but romance. It's, it's very cool, yeah, regardless. Even, yeah. <laughs> even if, like, that's even nice. if it does have would, a stamp, like, that's That they would deal. even go through the motions of taking the time, exactly. Yeah, that's awesome. And way cooler than Donald Trump's... I found the tea set.
but I, I can't read. None of this website is in English. Uh, wow. So <laughs> How much is it? Put a link to it. no idea. <laughs> do you know what language it's in so we can, like, guess the monetary amounts and do some Google I sleeping? think it's Chinese. Oh, well. Okay. How much is it in Chinese money? Is yen? Uh, is that Chinese or is that... This is me Googling Chinese China money. currency. <laughs> yes. Not really. Oh, it's the, the, the yuan? I genuinely... Okay, okay. It's... 78-178, I guess? Where's the so translate this page? Button? From 78 to 178, as in, like, there's multiple different sets and sizes uh, and stuff. If it is Chinese, then that's 25 bucks. Well, well, hold on, though. With shipping from China, so, like... <laughs> oh, yeah. Add on another, like, 60 to Translate bucks. to English. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Sorry, I found the page. Or I found the thing that lets... Sorry, now we're on an adventure here. We can continue. I can do this in the background. <laughs> Aaron, say hi to the friends. Hi. Hello. Oh, she can't hear Hello. us. Hello. Hi to the friends. You're on recording. Is there anything okay. that you want to say to be Late. Re recorded for all posterity? Uh, my hair is long enough to prevent parts of my back from being sunburned. Wow. Nice. <laughs> Thanks for that. Sick update. Did any of you guys ever eat chocolate gravy? With that wonderful segue, we're just going to uh, put the sun down. And Alaris, you've met up with everybody else. And you know that if there's any commotion to be had on a breezy summer evening like tonight, it'll be outside the city walls and among the fields of caravans and migrants traveling. Did, did we... What? Did we do the telescope thing? Damn it! Okay, no, we did. <laughs> Rewind. Rewind. How do you want to do the tel telescope thing? I figured we would just go up there and, and do it. Oh, you know you just can't go up there and do it. You gotta, like, you know, <laughs> tell her she looks nice and kiss her. <laughs> Boo. <laughs> it's a woohoo spot on Sims. <laughs>